Welcome to the Ideas Ideas podcast. This is Gaia Lamperti, and today we're joined by Pankaj Palani, CEO of Delta Exchange, a leading derivatives exchange with over 400 million in volumes achieved daily. Hi, Pankaj. How are you today? Hi, Gaia. I'm really good. Thank you. I'm glad to be here, and I'm looking forward to our conversation on this podcast. Likewise. Amazing. So, just to start, let's give a bit of a background to our listeners. Just before the recording, we were discussing how interest in crypto derivatives is surging in 2021. So what is behind the new appetite from investors in crypto derivatives? See, derivatives is not been growing just in 2021. If you see the theme, it started in 2018 after 2017 rally ended and a lot of people wanted to get into futures to cover their, uh, you know, to take short positions on Bitcoin or to hedge their exposure. That is when derivatives started to explode. What we are seeing now is another very good year for derivatives, but this is going to look really tiny two years from now. So, so we are amid a massive explosion that's happening. We are amid a massive five year long phenomena. Uh, at least five, if not more. It's going to continue uh, on this path. It's not just crypto. It happens with every asset class. So as asset classes grow, markets start to form. And when these markets start to go bigger, you have derivatives markets on top of that and more serious investors with different kinds of hedging needs and others come in. If you see any asset, the journey is typically the same for everything. I mean, first it's early adopters or collectors item. Then good spot markets come up. Then borrow and lending markets and margin trading markets come up. Then futures markets come up. And then ultimately, the largest and the biggest piece, which is the options markets, that comes. All these markets, they need the predecessor to exist. So a good futures market needs a good spot market to exist for liquidity. Uh, A good options market needs a very good futures market so that people or market makers are able to hedge themselves. Uh, without having good liquidity and futures, you can do some option trading, you can do covered calls and things like that. But to do that in size, you need the previous market. If you, if you go back to 2017, you'll recall that a lot of people were saying crypto will go mainstream when institutions will come in. And you know now institutions are coming in. But if you see closely, now only corporate treasuries have come. There'll be more institutions, there'll be formal insurance we have seen the first wave which is the spot etf that or the futures etf that is going to come in the next wave is going to be the spot etf that's going to be massive and then you will have insurance funds pension funds and all these you know funds and larger uh, corpus of capital coming in whenever you have these institutional investors come in they come in with a lot of responsibility they cannot take a lot of drawdown on their capital so they need markets where they can hedge themselves they need to protect their portfolio against sharp moves again in the price on the downside. They need to protect their portfolio against volatility. And that is why you need an active derivative market. In order for an asset to grow, you need institutions to come in. But for institutions to come in, you need active derivatives market to have enough protection for them. I mean, no big fund manager can go back to their clients and say, I have a drawdown of 30% in a quarter. Like that's a big no-no on the traditional market side. The discipline of capital management will also start to come in as more and more capital comes in and clients' capital, people are managing other people's capital rather than managing just their own capital. So that is why it's imperative that derivatives grow 
It's also good for the ecosystem. They reduce the volatility of the asset in the long run, and they provide instruments for people to protect themselves against different kind of profiles on the downside, on spikes in volatility, and so on. That's why so much interest in derivatives. That's why the massive growth that we have seen in derivatives and what we have seen, honestly, mark my words, this will look tiny. 2021 is going to look tiny uh, when we are going to look back in a couple of years. Great to hear. Yes. And I know Delta Exchange is playing a key role in making derivatives more accessible and has been achieving a few milestones over the past year. Would you like to tell us a bit more about the progress of Delta Exchange? Sure. Yes, we have done quite a few things in derivatives, which are really good and very different from the rest of the players. We do about $20 billion in volumes on a monthly basis. We have about 100 coins on which futures are listed. We have settlement in Bitcoin. We have settlement in USD Tether. And we are probably the highest number of altcoin Bitcoin paired perpetual swaps listed more than any other exchange in the world. So that's our futures offering. We have options on Bitcoin. We have options on Ethereum. We also do options on Solana, Matic, AVAX, BNB, ADA, uh, XRP. We are the only shop that is offering options on altcoins. Uh, the volatility or the price discovery of altcoin options that happens on Delta is basically the benchmark for the industry right now uh, for altcoin volatility. We also do a lot of volumes in Bitcoin and Ethereum options. We are uh, the second largest player globally in terms of options volumes on Bitcoin and Ethereum. We have, uh, you know, we, we, we are, we're doing quite a few things there that are different than uh, the other players. Uh, for shorter dated volatility on Bitcoin uh, and Ethereum, when I say, say shorter dated, I mean one day to one month. We are the most strongest shop in the crypto space. Uh, price discovery happens on Delta and uh, we have the strongest flow there. So uh, that is where we are. We are really, really strong. We are stronger than anyone else, the even the largest boys on the street. We have done other things as well. We have done a few other products as well. Uh, we have done interest rate swaps on Bitcoin, wherein we uh, you know, offer a product for people to hedge their variable interest rate against a fixed interest rate. That product uh, caters to a certain kind of audience. I think it's going to be very popular. Amazing. Sounds great. And as you were mentioning, you guys are particularly strong on options. So I was wondering yes. why now, what was the trigger point that uh, made your offering a bit more strong in recent months? Every market, every product line has their time and they, they have certain preconditions. So a good precondition for options markets to grow was that a good quality future markets market exists for people to hedge themselves. See, when somebody is buying an option, somebody has to provide liquidity. And that someone who's providing liquidity is not doing it, is also doing it to make money. And they, they just, if somebody is selling volatility to you, they will need to hedge themselves. So they will need an active market to be able to process the gamma risk that they have taken on board by, you know, writing options to, to, to the buyers. So that has happened only in the last couple of years. Uh, if you see options on Bitcoin were available in 2017 as well, but the implied volatility on them was as high as 500%. Uh, implied volatility has now is now somewhere, you know, can be anywhere between 60 to 90% on Bitcoin. 
and it's coming off sharply as more and more people on a structural basis it's coming off as more and more people get involved in these markets so the reason options is growing now is because a good futures market is already there and now people are looking for solutions or there is a demand for from institutional side and the retail side to kind of hedge uh, the volatility risk also it doesn't happen overnight so the trend kind of started somewhere in 2019 if you see 2020 options were trading close to 100 million on a daily basis across all the players if you see 2021 options are trading close to a billion dollars on a daily basis across all players uh, anywhere between 750 to a billion in the last month uh, of december uh, so that is in itself a 10 times growth right so this market i mean futures would have grown five times but options have grown disproportionately they have grown 10 times it's a smaller base so it doesn't you know you don't hear about it so much but this explosive growth will continue and my sense is that options will be a 10 billion dollar daily volume across all players by the end of 2022 so and i won't be surprised that by 2025 options markets in crypto are bigger than the futures markets in crypto it's not a question of when it happens in 25 it happens in 26 maybe it happens in 24 it's a, a it's an, it's not a question of if it's a question of when so it will happen that's for sure uh, it can happen sooner it can happen later but options is going to explode further on from here and you will see more and more people talking about it this year the noise is going to be all about options if you see data from traditional finance about 50% of options volumes are contributed from by retail audience so that is true in the us that is true in india that is true in in brazil that is true in korea that is true in lot of big options markets across the board so uh, it's going to be a play which is going to be heavily dominated by retail as well and irrespective of market stays bullish or bearish options business is going to grow now of course in bearish markets everything kind of shrinks and things don't grow as much but if one segment that will grow is options and the reason for that is it provides an opportunity for people to do something in a bear market people can go and sell the range so the only trade available in a bear market rather is an option selling trade so interesting another point i wanted to cover with you is robo trading marketplace which is one of yes. delta exchange recent products yes. it was launched this year mm-hmm. all i know about it is that it's helping facilitate mainstream adoption of crypto trading and i believe that removing the complexity of coding will help to do mm-hmm. so but please pankaj could you tell us a bit more about that absolutely robo trading is something like the name states it's it's a these are automated trading strategies essentially what we realized and what we were hearing from a lot of our clients was cryptos are 24 cross 7 market markets right so they so they are very difficult to monitor particularly for people who are trading on their own because you know if an institution or a company has two or three people to manage a desk and people can kind of take shifts but for uh, for individual players it becomes a very difficult asset class to manage i mean everyone is got to take some time off to sleep and you know just off their screen so yes we were getting a lot of demand from our traders that are there any strategies that you know we can use people who can code those who are good with programming they are able to manage this a lot better because they can write in signals 
which will close or open their positions depending on certain certain event or, or certain signal which will trigger an api request and open or close a position but for those who are not able to code it becomes a challenge and that is why we kind of introduced a product where uh, we have given a few strategies for people where they can allocate their funds and uh, these strategies keep trading on the on the asset classes that are selected on their own and some part of the idea is also inspired by defi how defi were built automated market makers which are honestly nothing but a trading strategy so it's a trading strategy which uses your passive assets or assets that you've marked as passive to provide liquidity to others and kind of gain grow in time by by virtue of providing that liquidity and earning fees out of that you know that that service so we did similar kind of thing uh, we just expanded this this a little bit so we took some market making strategies we took some momentum strategies we took some arbitrage strategies we kind of packaged them into different pools and we made these pools where people can allocate capital there's about 50 million dollars of capital in these pools already this is about this is got a lot of traction there's close to 10000 subscribers 7 to 10000 subscribers in these strategies we are really glad with the kind of response this has received uh, because it makes life a lot simple when particularly in the times when it's difficult to manage money when markets are choppy it's very difficult to maintain your discipline as well you sometimes want uh, to enforce discipline in your trading you might want to kind of you know uh, surrender to an automated call that okay look beyond this point i am not carrying my position particularly in a choppy market this can this can be very frustrating for traders to do manually so we are seeing more and more interest in our robust strategies each strategy has a different objective some are trend following so their job is to look for trends these are high return uh, but high drawdown strategies others are arbitrage so they'll be low return in nature but they they come with very low risk and then some are you know liquidity provision strategies wherein you provide uh, liquidity for others to consume and you profit of that service so there are different strategies but different kind of risks uh, which are available brilliant thank you so much tankaj we started to mention how the market would look like in future years so i would like yes. to get some insights from you on what we can expect for 2022 and particularly whether we're going to see more and more investors acquiring derivatives in spite of holding cryptocurrencies themselves and and why so why this might be a, a better option for some i think couple of things about 2022 i think it's going to be another very good year for crypto crypto is a growing asset class and you know just uh, price is a different story but but the amount of participation that's happening in the industry the amount of innovation that is coming to the industry the number of new new projects that are going that are coming into the industry and the new coins and you know that are getting listed so all that will keep increasing uh, my sense is even price wise this year is going to be very good although maybe last year h1 was good h2 was had a volatility and ups and downs and this year it might be other way around the first half of the year it will not be so smooth sailing but uh, i'm pretty bullish on the second half of the year i think participation will increase across the board i think participation will increase in spot markets i think participation from institutional and the corporate treasury side will increase i think participation will increase in derivatives market uh, and multifold in derivatives market at a much higher pace than spot and that's also because a lot of uh, 
you know, sophisticated traders or people who have done trading in life and other asset classes, they start to come and explore these opportunities uh, which are available uh, in, in the crypto space. So a couple of themes that remain intact in crypto, call them evergreen uh, from the point of view that they're going to stay for a few years are high volatility creates very good opportunities uh, for those who know how to manage gamma. Cash and carry arbitrages still trading at about 20% per annum. And with the amount of capital that crypto needs to grow, I think it's going to stay quite high for uh, for the next few years. Momentarily, yes, it might shrink and explode. But yeah, on a thematic basis, it's going to stay. Uh, and there are a bunch of, you know, these kind of opportunities, uh, more and more efficiency on the latency side. So overall, I think I think uh, derivatives will grow a lot more. But yeah, I think all segments of crypto will grow. Great. Thank you so much, Pankaj Balani, CEO of Delta Exchange. I really look forward to speaking again soon. Thanks for inviting me, Gaia. It was great to talk to you. And yeah, I look forward to coming back soon and chatting on more themes and uh, what's happening in the crypto and the derivative space.